Here's everything you need to know for this Aloha Friday. It's KHON to go. Now, Hawaii's most accurate weather with Kelly Simek. Aloha, everybody. Setting up to be a pretty nice day today. We still have the very stable Lambry Seabreeze pattern with us. Our winds nice and light because this cold front continues to approach the state. Now, that's influencing our winds, but it does look like we are expecting a bit of cloud cover and some rainfall from this, especially for Kauai and Niihau. The front itself moving into the area later tonight, but it's going to be spreading clouds and showers over at least that just that portion of the state, both of those islands, Niihau and Kauai in the overnight hours and it could last with us into Saturday as well but shouldn't see that cloud cover really ramp up until later in the day potentially late afternoon early evening hours now good news is behind the cold front we are going to be seeing the return of our trade winds as you can see that's definitely not the case right now definitely variable winds coming in in all different directions but you can see it right here they're going to be coming back so nice northeast flow that'll keep humidity levels low keep things comfortable they're going to return our trade winds by later this afternoon and then that'll stick with us through the week Weekend, nice and strong but for today since our winds are still light enough that sea breezes are going to take over we're still looking at a very similar weather pattern to what we saw yesterday so a lot of sunshine perfect conditions for hiking if you want to head to the mountains we're likely going to be seeing nice clear skies once again until again those afternoon clouds develop now take a look this future satellite and radar just a one particular forecast model, and as we progress this through, you can see by tomorrow, although we have some lingering moisture potentially sticking around, things are going to be clearing out pretty quickly. We're still looking at a lot of sunshine, just a big uptick in those windward Malka showers. So that'll shift. The past few days, we've been seeing mainly interior clouds and showers, definitely starting tomorrow and then through the weekend. It's mainly going to be windward Malka showers with the return of that nice northeasterly flow. Now, if you're heading out to the beach this weekend, definitely be careful. We are going to be seeing some large surf coming through. We're looking at 10 to 14 foot faces, but potentially by Sunday, we're looking at up to 35 foot faces for the North Shore with a new swell coming through. West Shore is 7 to 10, but in the coming days, we're looking at up to 24 foot faces. So no high surf advisories right now, but we're definitely going to be at warning levels in the coming days. Flat to 2 for our South Shores and our East Shores, 1 to 3 feet. No watches, warnings, or advisories in place. Light and variable winds shifting to a nice northeast flow later this afternoon that northeast wind flow here through Sunday potentially into Monday but we have yet another cold front approaching the state we could be losing our winds as early as Monday but they're definitely goners by Tuesday we are following breaking news out of Texas where authorities say that one person is missing following a large explosion at an apparent industrial building in Houston the blast was reported at about 4.30 this morning local time. It heavily damaged nearby buildings and homes in the area and was felt miles away. Now the morning sunlight clearly showing the damage caused by the blast. The Houston Fire Department says one person was taken to a hospital. That person's condition is not known at this time. Officers believe that a secondary explosion could happen at any time, so they've evacuated the area. We'll keep a close eye on the situation. Later this morning, the Senate impeachment trial of President Trump will begin day number four. And House Democrats will focus on the second article of impeachment, obstruction of Congress. It's the last day of opening arguments for House managers who are telling senators a conviction wouldn't just punish the president, it would protect the country. Most GOP senators seem unconvinced. Now after today, the president's lawyers will get their shot. They'll start their opening arguments in a rare Saturday session tomorrow.
Looking ahead, President Trump will make history, becoming the first sitting president to address the March for Life in Washington, D.C. He will take the stage at the annual anti-abortion gathering in the nation's capital. The president has made it a priority to embrace social conservatives, particularly on the issue of abortion. Now, in previous years, he has sent members of his administration to speak at the march, including Vice President Mike Pence. Back here at home, still no official word yet on the identities of the two bodies found in the rubble of Sunday's shooting and fire tragedy at Diamond Head. While the investigation continues, the folks on Hibiscus Drive are asking for privacy as they return to what's left of their homes. Residents rummaged through the piles of ash and debris, but it was clear that there wasn't much of anything they could salvage of their belongings. One man who lived right next door to where it all started says that the structure of his home remained intact but will likely be demolished due to water damage. He says the total devastation brings a sadness that's hard to imagine. And that's the hard part. I mean, I, you know, we can be strong because we need to be, but when we start talking about the emotional side of it, you know, then, then it affects us. Many residents say that they're not ready to talk about what happened. For now, they just want to focus on the daunting task of rebuilding. Meanwhile, memorials continue for the two officers killed on Sunday. Next Tuesday, family and friends will be holding a candlelight vigil for Officer Kaulike Kalama. It'll be at Sandy Beach from 6 to 7 at night. The 34-year-old is survived by his wife and 14-year-old son. And a celebration of life has also been set for Officer Tiffany Enriquez. According to Shopo, services are scheduled for January 30th at 10 a.m. at Diamond Head Memorial Park. And the 200 Club is helping the families of the fallen officers. They delivered two $10,000 checks to Chief Ballard to be given to both families. On Kauai, the driver who stole a truck and caused a deadly crash in 2017 has been sentenced to life in prison plus 10 years. On April 27th in 2017, Cody Safadago stole a pickup truck and drove it at speeds near 90 miles an hour on Kuhio Highway. His vehicle crossed the center line and struck a vehicle head-on, killing 19-year-old Kayla Huddy Lemon of Kapa'a. Last August, a jury found him guilty on all counts, including manslaughter, auto theft, and driving under the influence, among other charges. The prosecuting attorney hopes that his sentence will give Kayla's family some closure. The young girl who died in the crash was a, a beloved part of the community and has a very large extended ohana here. And so she had touched many lives. We can't look at that case and say, you know, five years or 10 years in prison is okay for this. This has got to be a case where we send a message to the community that this type of conduct is, is not something we're gonna tolerate. Moments after the crash, Safadago took off running but was later captured. A blood draw showed that his blood alcohol concentration was more than three times the legal limit. Honolulu police are searching for a suspect that they say robbed a longtime business in Waianae. It happened on Wednesday at Mary's Barbershop on Farrington Highway. Myra Fujii, a third-generation owner of the barbershop, says that she added extra security measures to protect the shop. 
This after her mother was robbed there more than two decades ago. Surveillance video shows the robber coming in, go for her register, and then scuffles with Fuji as she tries to stop him. He knew where I kept my, my, my cash, and I went to grab him to prevent him from taking my money, and, and there was a... We wrestled, and then he pushed me against the chair, knocked me down, and he ran out the door. Everybody has to make a living. I mean, it's like I make an honest living trying to pay the bills and take care of my family and, and then have somebody who finds it easy for just to rob me or overpower me and take my money, and I don't know. I just, I just don't know. Anyone with information about this case should call police. Honolulu police say that they have recovered multiple firearms in the rubble of the scene of Sunday's shooting and fire tragedy at Diamond Head. This despite the fact that HPD had no indication of any firearms being registered to anyone living in the home. A friend of Lois Kane, the landlord, says that the guns may have belonged to Kane's late husband and the man behind Sunday's attack, Jerry Hanel, could have somehow gotten a hold of them. State Representative Chris Lee says right now there's no way to track what happens to guns after a registered owner dies or leaves the state. He says one thing they could do to close the loophole is to create a database to find out whose guns may eventually get handed off to. Clear um, accountability needs to be in place to ensure people are aware of what they have, that they have the training, or that they can safely offload them to um, law enforcement or sell them. We should be looking to make sure that there are checks and uh, requirements in place that prevent guns from falling into the wrong hands. So far, he says there are only databases for registered guns, stolen guns, and guns used in crimes. And the Hula Bowl is Sunday at Aloha Stadium. You can see some of the country's best college players in action, including LSU national champion Braden Fajoko. $5 of every ticket sold will benefit the families of the two officers killed at Diamond Head. And over in Kahului, you can expect some long lines and heavy traffic in the Maui marketplace as Jollibee opens up its first location on the Valley Isle today. Now, a ribbon-cutting ceremony was held yesterday. A special grand opening is set to start at 9 o'clock this morning. Now, the first 50 people in line who spend $25 or more will get a one-year supply of Chicken Joy. That's what they call their tasty fried chicken. And that was your morning news. Make sure to tune in right back here Monday morning at 7 a.m. It's everything you need to know with KJON to go.